Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast, episode number 242. It is your boy, Celeb, back again, joined by my partner in crime, Bolts. What's up, bro? Yo. <laughs> what's up, dog? What is that? <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Uh, so, how you doing, man? I'm swell. Swell? Yeah. Yeah? You s- you, why do you sound so tired? Uh, I don't know why you would be tired. Hey man, I tell you one thing. This is this was the official last day of peak season. So yeah, boy. So I'll, I'll be able to have some normal normal hours now, which is great. Yeah, yeah. So so let's go ahead and get down into this episode. We got a pretty awesome episode for you guys. Uh, Bolts, what have you been drinking and what have you been gaming? What has I been drinking? I are baboon. Um, uh, dark pepper. Lots of dark pepper, lots of chocolate milk. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why do you laugh at me when I Bro, say that? Bro, uh, it's such a weird fucking thing, dude. It's like lots of dark pepper, lots of chocolate milk. That's like saying, man, I've been eating a ton of hot dogs and drinking a shit ton of orange juice. <gasps> yeah. Maybe throw my bath a little bit. No, I, <laughs> I drink chocolate milk with my biscuits and gravy in the br- uh, that in I get for breakfast, breakfast. In the breakfast morning time. And then after that, I... I you know, dark pepper hangs loose with me throughout the day, bro. You know, it's like, it's like if I could have holsters like around my on my belt for my dark pepper, I'd be like, like gun holsters. I'm telling you, bro. Oh my god. Um, as far as what I've been gaming, um, Elder Scrolls Legends, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and now when I'm over here, I play Black Ops Four. Yeah, multiplayer, team deathmatch. That's pretty much it. Okay. I don't play zombies. I don't play blacklight and none of that shit. It's uh, you know what it's called. I know it's called shit. <laughs> shit. It's called blackout. It's called B L A C K S H I T. Black shit. <laughs> That's what the fuck it is. I hate you so no, much. You don't. You don't mean. I'm just you, true. You love me. I am El Diablo, aka. I was sitting, there, wa- I was sitting there watching you play today. And you died twice, and I didn't complete like six matches. <sighs> <laughs> That's so funny. Anyways, continue, Mister Caleb, Mister Slim. What have you thy been drinking in gaming? I uh, hadn't really been drinking much today. Mister Celeb wasn't feeling the best. I sure I got a little yeah. stomach bug. A little stomach bug or something. Nasty ass butter popcorn you had. Like. Oh, whatever, bro. It wasn't that Dude, bad. Dude, Austin would. Austin tasted me the same. I bet, bro. <laughs> my, my tummy's been stinging. <laughs> I said, damn, Austin. That's all that nasty ass butter you put on. That I know. As I said, man, it, it's uh, you know hadn't really been drinking much at all, uh, gaming wise. Uh, as you saw today, I've, I've played a shit ton of video games. You um, played a shit ton of my video games, <laughs> sir. I played a ton of Assassin's Creed. We're going to talk about that a little bit in the podcast, about how I've, uh, how I've really just fallen head over heels for this game. Um, also, I played a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2, and I played uh, some... Also played some uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. I was playing the multiplayer mode, playing Heist, uh, and playing Blackout, as what Bolt said. Um, what else did I get into? Oh, me and Dara, before we started recording the podcast, me and Dara were getting, jumping back into some Diablo 3. So um, the last time we played Diablo 3 was whenever it launched for PS3. 
four score seven years ago. Uh, and we were living in the apartment, and we had no children. Right. So we would sit there for hours upon hours upon hours and not have to worry about anybody messing with us at all. It was amazing. Bro, bro, the last time y'all played, you know, it seems so much long ago. Yeah. The last time y'all two played a game. So much long ago. So much long ago, bro. Uh, it, it, it's been a bit. And, um, you know, it's good to have a wife that is totally down for, for playing video games and and uh, has no problem. <laughs> it's so crazy. I'm sitting there playing Assassin's Creed, and she's like, oh, go loot this, go do this and this. And the whole time she's doing that, she's playing Homescapes on her phone. <laughs> Which Bolts was addicted to as well. Yeah, yeah, I, but I ain't nowhere near the level of your wife, homie. Dude, have you seen? She's her got like house a level and... like seven hundred and forty-five, and she's like decorated the bedroom. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, so, uh, but like I said, uh, I've been doing a, a good chunk of gaming. Um, so, Bolts, just real quick, yeah, uh, while sir. I pull up uh, a couple more holiday deals, um, you know, with. With Black Ops Four, with you purchasing it now, what do you? What are your overall thoughts on the multiplayer? I mean, because we've talked about Black, we've talked about Blackout, we talked about the zombie mode. I know you don't really play Blackout or the zombie mode much. Um, are you Are you enjoying the multiplayer with Call of Duty Black Ops Four as much as you did World War Two? Um, not as much. Um, I like the World War Two. I like the aspect of World War Two. The biggest thing about World War Two was you know, there wasn't... I, I, I love the whole boots on the ground thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. Black Ops 4 is like that. But you still have the grappling hook. You still have the slide. You know, there's, there's some things about the game that still makes it a little, a little, you know, not World War II base. Um, I will say this, though. The, um, the, the fast pace of, of Black Ops 4, I have come to love. Yeah. I really have. Um, I do love the fact that World War II... There was an abundance of collecting shit that you could get, man. Yeah. An abundance of it. I mean, whether it was something for your gun, whether it was something for your outfit, whether, you know, all, all that stuff just adds little extra tidbits here and there. You, even down to the littlest, we, like, weapons charm that you can put on the gun in yeah. World War II. You know, a zombie head or, or, or a cat in a sock or some shit like that. The smallest little nuances. Say cat in a sock? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you talking about the chains or the charms yeah. or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, even even the smallest little nuances, it added something else to the to what you were looking at on the screen or what you saw visibly on the screen or whenever you're sitting there busting someone with a with the MP40 with the MP40 and your charms just bouncing all over the place because you you're all over the screen, you know. But it's just Black Ops 4 doesn't have that. It's it's the, the the skins that you lock for your characters are just outrageous. I mean, and I don't, you know, it's you know, it, it's crazy because what was it? It was the um, oh my god! Of course, I would forget it. What 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 is the the the? There was an area in World War Two that you can go to the headquarters. The headquarters, Jesus Christ! Yes. You go to the headquarters and you can unlock skins. Well, you see, can unlock. See, that, that, once again, that was the, that was the cool part. You could go to the headquarters and you could do contracts. You could do daily awards. You could do weekly award. Uh, um, 
like like weekly bounties, I guess you could say, that throughout the week, like you get 500 kills with an SMG, and then you can unlock a chest with an epic uniform or something in it. That shit was cool. It, it on on top of that, it also made you use all your weapons. Mm-hmm. I, you know, get 15 headshots with a sniper rifle to unlock a rare chest. Yeah. You know, you would have you if if you wanted that rare chest, possibly something great in the in the chest, you'd have to use a sniper rifle, even though you don't use one. You know, um, there's there's so much about World War Two that was that was so good and so great on so many levels that Black Ops Four is missing. You know, there was an abundance of choice of weapons in World War Two. Yeah. You know, each weapon class you have you have like four weapon classes, and then you have like five weapons in each class. Yeah, and that's it. You know, the the submachine gun in World War Two. I mean, I think after our, after it was all said and done, you had like thirteen choices. Yeah, you know, and that was even if you were able to unlock some of the um, some of the the rare or legendary items that come into a chest that you completed for that for that season. You know, mm-hmm. so um, the fast paced game uh, gunplay of Black Ops Four, I absolutely love. Um, but that's really about it. Yeah, it, it, I think it's I think it's a good deal. Um, for you to buy it, especially now, and we're going to lead in from that to the the holiday deals. We've talked about this before, and we're just trying to kind of drive it in because I know there's people still out there doing that last minute holiday shopping. Um, so I always usually go to GameStop. I've talked trash about GameStop before in the past uh, because me and Bolts are both ex employees, and we know how. They are garbage. Uh, we know how that place can be, but I think me and Bolts can both agree that GameStop does have good deals at certain times when their sales are when their sales are in play. That's it. Um, so uh, let, let's look at it like this. All right. So right now uh, at GameStop. We were just talking about Black Ops 4. Black Ops 4 is $39.99 for Xbox One and PS4. You can also get one of the highest rated PlayStation exclusives of this year, Marvel's Spider-Man. You can get that for $39.99. Uh, Battlefield 5. Now, this is a great deal, people. I uh, reviewed Battlefield 5, um, and I, I thought it was a good game, but I definitely thought it needed um, a little bit of work. Um the problem is the fact that I didn't have the connection that I did previously with some of the um, with some of the story missions. I think the story missions were were fun, were cool. The layout of them was great, uh, but uh, just the overall the overall story I didn't have that type of connection with. Uh, I gave it a four point three out of five. Um, so. I would say definitely pick it up, especially at the price it's available for right now. The regular version is available for Xbox One and PS4 for $29.99. That's a game that comes with multiplayer, comes with the story mode, will be coming with a four-player co-op mode, and a battle royale mode. Um, so, And all of their DLC is free. All of their map DLC, all of their content that's coming out later is free. You can buy... Um, certain type of um, things like skins and all this other stuff in the game. 
Um, but all their main DLC, their map DLC, all that is 100% free. So that's a pretty fucking good deal, right, Bolts? Oh, with $30 off? Absolutely. Yeah, it's a, it's a damn good deal. So um, Madden and NBA 2K19 are $39.99 as well. That's a pretty good deal. Um, then you also have... Um, you also have, I think there is a Spyro Reignited Trilogy bundle that also comes along with Crash Bandicoot, uh, and it is thirty nine ninety nine. Um, now, this is an amazing deal. Amazing. Well, actually, it's an incredible deal. Lego The Incredibles is available now for $19.99. Regular price was $49.99, so I would definitely say go and pick that up. Also, if you have a Switch and you're a Lego fan, you can get uh, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2 and the Harry Potter Collection, uh, $20 off the regular price. You can get Harry Potter for $29.99 and Lego Marvel Super Heroes for $19.99. And just the last one, kind of a shout-out to an amazing PlayStation 4 title. If you just now got a PlayStation 4 and you haven't had a chance to play Uncharted 4 at Thieves' End, you can get a pre-owned copy of Uncharted 4 at Thieves' End at GameStop right now for $4.99. Hey. Well, but yeah, yeah, that's a great deal, dude. $4.99? That is crazy. I mean, that is super cheap. Unbelievably cheap. One of the best games on PlayStation. I'm telling you, it is graphically amazing. You definitely need to check it out if you haven't played it as of yet. I was just double checking to see if Bolts was awake. I'll go there. Bolts was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, anyway, so. Uh, we got a pretty special show for you guys today. Obviously, you guys can't see our, our show notes, but I have um, some pretty funny gifts lined out in under Bolts' names. I have the I have under Bolts' name, I have the Mass Effect. I have a specialized gift. And then under mine, I have Mr. Spider-Man doing his dance from Spider-Verse. Um, but anyways, I just can't help but look at this and think, I have specialized. Um, so coming up on this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, For Honor, talking about Spider-Man, Call of Duty, Fallout, and much more. We're also going to be talking about uh, some more stuff in our community comments, uh, our community discussion piece. Um, we're going to be talking about the new Xbox, um, what we're thankful for, and what games we are excited for in 2019. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Check us out at Cineleaks.com. So as I said, we got a pretty special show today. Uh, and this is some pretty cool news to get into first. So Mr. Bolts. What? Have you been a player of For Honor at any point in time? That is a big zero of no. Has it just not been your style of gameplay? Uh, well, 
it's a lot of it is online if, yeah. if if it's not entirely online yeah so of course i don't dive much into it because i live out in the freaking sticks yeah so i never got into it now yeah. my son plays it like nobody's business yeah so and is for honor is for honor is that available on xbox game pass i believe it is i think it is and it's also available on playstation now um so it has been announced that uh, For Honor will be releasing a Assassin's Creed crossover event and bringing the Animus uh, to the game. Now these stories that we're going to be talking about today will be cited from VG247 and GameInformer.com, so make sure to check them out. But this Assassin A Templar domination mode um, will be uh, a pretty cool mode. It'll be transporting... Players, uh, basically what you're doing is Abstergo is supposedly putting you into the Animus. And you're you're in there for a gaming experience and it transports you to where uh, you're a knight, Viking, Samurai, or a Wu Ling uh, clan member. Um, so what you'll be doing <clears throat> is uh, it'll be the same type of gameplay as previous. Um, but you'll also have like certain aspects from the Assassin's Creed um, gameplay. Uh, you'll have you know Assassin's Creed logos here and there. Um, you'll be able to take on like the Assassin crew, uh, and then the I guess the the big boss. You'll have you'll face off against. Uh, I think one of the people that you could face off against is Mario from the game. There was a Mario in, in, in uh, Assassin's Creed too. I know. Uh, I don't. I couldn't know if you remember or not. I couldn't know if you can remember or not. I didn't remember if you remembered. Anyways, um, but then you can also face off against Ezio Aretori da Firenze. So uh, I think this is pretty cool, bro. I mean, I, it, it's a cool crossover, uh, and I think. The For Honor community is going to be pretty excited. Oh, what do so. you think about no, it? No, no, I actually think it's cool. Would you like to see more type of crossovers like this with different um, game genres? Yeah, yeah, you would have to. You'd have to pick uh, where, where you could what you could cross over. Yeah. Um, but as as far as Assassin's Creed being the first one, you couldn't have picked a better franchise for that. Yeah. So, I would love to see like a crossover. Like, are they they bring out <laughs> they bring out Borderlands three and you like deep dive into the bottom of this ocean you find a bunch of like big daddy shit down there on the bottom <laughs> that would Bro. be awesome 2k yeah. publishes it so oh, I know, dude. i'd be down anyways um all right so this next up topic oh man all right why'd you take your glasses off because this is a ridiculous topic i don't even know if you know about this or not so um if it has to do with Spider-Man, no, I don't know. Okay, don't so so what happens is there was a big uproar of fans in the last, you know, few weeks, months, or something like that, uh, that have that have been uh, really wanting the um, the Raimi suit, the 2002 Spider-Man suit. Brought to Spider-Man or Marvel's Spider-Man. Okay? Why? Just because. I don't know. Um, Dummies. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, at the time in 2002 when the movie came out, I thought it was great. And I, I don't know if you thought it was great or not. I mean, I thought the, the original movie was pretty awesome. It wasn't bad. 
It was Will, Willem Dafoe was great in it. Oh, yeah. So, um, anyways, I loved it. Um, so, the thing is, we get to the point that the game community is literally, this is 100% real, the gaming community starts to get to the point of threatening some of the developers, saying negative shit online, getting pissed off, saying, hey, we bought this game and y'all aren't supporting us the way that it's supposed to be supporting us. I mean, what the fuck? Like, it's so ridiculous. You know, we we as a gaming community need to understand. And it's like Bolts has said before on the podcast, and I totally agree with him. We can only do so much whenever it comes down. Like, dude, listen. I love the people at Bethesda. I have a very good relationship with most of the people that 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 are there. I go to QuakeCon. I've gone to QuakeCon for seven to eight years. Uh, Matt Grandstaff, uh, Pete Hines, Hugo Martin, all the people that are surrounded in there with id Software, with, with Bethesda, with Zenimax Studios. I know a little chunk of them. And they're great people, man. But, like, you know, I got upset about the way Fallout 76 was handled. But I think they can understand that. And also, I was respectful about it. You know, listen, there's problems with the games. They need to be fixed, whatever. But to get to the point of, like, something doesn't come into a game when you expect it to come into the game, to the extent that you want to threaten people and talk shit to some of these developers... It's fucking ridiculous, dude. And like Bolts has said it before, we're at the we're at the we're at the basically at the will of these fucking developers. If they want to put something in the game, awesome. Let them put it in the game. If they don't want to, guess what? They don't fucking have to. Cuz you're not the one that's paying their fucking paycheck. You're not the one that's going out there doing what they're doing every day of trying to make a community happy, trying to make their bosses happy, trying to make the board of directors happy, trying to make all these different people happy in their company to make the sales that they're supposed to do and whatever. Now, there is a complete difference whenever it comes down to, to a development team that just half-asses shit. And they release a game that is is totally totally not what it was supposed to be and like for instance what was the game bolts that you that you turned back in within a day two worlds two human two human now that game was was pumped up to be this big <laughs> rpg <laughs> bro that game was developed by silicone knights it was 10 years in development i played it for eight hours that day and turned it in that day why it was awful the story was awful. The gameplay physics was awful. The story, the the story itself was so lackluster. Yeah, you know, it was supposed to be this kind of this 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 uh, uh, Norse uh, Norse uh, mythology, you know, Greek Greek mythology. However you want to talk, you know, talk about it. But it was just, it was awful. It was absolutely awful. It got to this point. It got to this level in this game, right? I've got this axe. I've got to have this axe to get into this next room. Well, in this game, you can throw weapons, and sometimes with the way the camera angles off, you can throw weapons off screen. Well, I threw it off screen, and I couldn't retrieve it. It was done. Why couldn't you retrieve it? Because I could, because my character couldn't get over to where the screen was. <laughs> so, but and, and that was just many many other faults that was wrong with it. But it was just it was just it was awful. It was not what I was expecting after a ten year ten year development. Yeah. But you know what? I bought it at fifty nine ninety nine. I went and played it. I bought the book for bathroom material. So, 
I mean, regardless of, of, of what it was before I even played, I mean, I went out and bought it. I, like I said, you know, unfortunately, they put out a shit-ass game, you know? Yeah. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Yeah. You don't always get what you want. You don't always get what you ask for. You know, these developers can't look into your mind and be like, okay, this is what I think they want. You know, these people do this shit for a living, bro. And they make thousands upon thousands upon millions upon billions of money, monies and monies and more monies for these companies because they are great at what they do. Do they, you know, they're just like, they're human just like everything else. Yeah. You know, everything that they produce cannot be striking gold. You know, they're going to throw a dud out there every now and then, you know. Yep. That's just how it is, and that's yeah. just human nature, bro. Yeah, exactly. So whenever it comes down to the situation that we're talking about at hand right now, okay, um, the the suit situation. This is DLC, bro. Who this gives is one a shit? fucking suit. So the fact that the entire gaming industry just decided to lose their fucking shit because a suit didn't get dropped and that they wanted and say all this shit and be negative and be total assholes, and then guess what? You didn't even give the developers time to do what they planned on doing anyways. They planned on bringing this suit to the game. But you didn't give them time to surprise the surprise the community. You you brought out the worst of them to where they were like, hey, here's the suit. And then afterwards, a developer had commented. I can't remember the exact name of the developer, but he had commented and said, there is never a time that being irate and negative to the extent that that just happened is ever okay. It's not okay to do that. It's not okay to do it. Plain and simple. And you're absolutely right. Us, us as gamers have to sit back, have to sit back and respect what these what these developers do. And I'll tell you right now, as much as I hate the fact that these people went out and, ta- and attacked Insomniac, Insomniac, that's who that's who developed the game. Yeah. Right. I also want to sit back and say, Insomniac, what the fuck are you doing? I understand that you're getting this, you're getting this, this, and this from Twitter, social media, or whatever. You should have held your guns and waited to release the suit whenever you plan on releasing it. I think you know? they, I think they, I, I think they released it at the time they were going to because when people started freaking out about it, they were waiting till a certain day, I think, and then whenever it released, that's whenever the developer at hand came out and was like, hey, it's never okay to fucking do this. Okay, well, we're, we're, okay. E- even if they were planning on releasing it, as soon as everyone started losing their shit, which I find a coincidence, but still, if even if they plan on releasing it in a couple of months or whatever, you should say February, I don't know, with another suit or two suits or whatever the fuck their plan was, they still, they still should have stuck to their guns and not let us ignorant as gaming people dictate what they put out when they put out when they can put it out that was that was that that's what i don't like about it what insomniac did if that if if that's the case now if that's the case now if they're supposed to release it at this time then by all means more power to you but if they don't weren't supposed to release until say after the year and they wouldn't hit a released it because of what a bunch of shitheads said on twitter insomniac you need to get you you need to grab a hold of your balls because in all reality we are at the mercy of you Mm. not the other way around we come to you and we drop our money for you to put out good shit, you know, and us coming out and going, well, we, we want this and we want that and you're not going to do it and we're going to boycott it. And that's bullshit because it's, you can't boycott video games. I don't care what the fuck it is. Yeah. It's a multi, multi, multi billion trillion dollar organization. 
company, Forbes, whatever, you cannot boycott video games. If these people say they're going to boycott it, guess what? They boycott it, there's going to be 10 million other people behind them purchasing the damn game. Well, this is what um, this is what one of the one of the fans said, and then I'll say exactly what the developer said, and we'll move on from this. Um, one of the fans said, "Come on, Insomniac, you said you were listening. Um, why have we not released? Uh, uh, why have we not released? Why have y'all not released McGuire's suit yet? Um, listening doesn't mean we always will do what people tell us to." Uh, is what the Insomniac Games Twitter account responded. We hear, we hear you. Hearing doesn't mean we always uh, we always act or follow. So they did reply that, and that was about two weeks ago. Um, then a little bit further down, uh, the developer that had replied again says, "Just know it take uh, just know things take a long time, sometimes months and months, and even then." Go down to literal wires. Uh, the Insomniac Game Community Director James Stephen tweeted out on Thursday. We obvi- obviously never stop listening. So in that aspect, he he said that they never stop listening. So I understand, um, but at the same time, it, it's just I hate the fact that I hate the fact that it's came down to this to where they. They have to. They have to come out and tell people that it's not okay to say some of the stuff that they've said. Um, it's because us gamers are, are fucking ridiculous most of the time. Yeah. You know, it, it, even even whenever you know we expect something to be great and it comes out and it's shitty, you know that's that's that, that's that's on us. That's not mm-hmm. on them. You know, they're out there producing what they think is going to be a good stuff. You know, so <sighs> it's it, it be, us, us gamers are ignorant most of the mm-hmm. time. So. Yeah. So, um, anyways, um, the guy the guy that said this stuff was James Stevenson, and he works at Insomniac Games as a community director. Um, so, um, I want to give a shout out to James Stevenson for being super chill and being such a good guy, doing what he does. Um, but it, it, it's just it's so it's so crazy that there's not a respect on the level from from fans and developers. You know what I'm saying? And oh, I've seen I've seen some developers out there that are very bloat, uh, bloated w- when it comes down to mindset wise. Um, but they're, you know, most of the times most of the times the aspect is usually somebody that is probably not going to be at that company for much longer. And is does not really know how to talk to their community very well. Yeah. But in this aspect, James Stevenson was super chill about it. And the fact that all these fans just berated him with just shit talking about a fucking DLC suit. Just it, I know I'm just driving into the ground, but it really fucking irritates me. It's uh, so it, stupid. It's, it, it's, and the, 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 the thing that irritates me, it, it, it's a small, small thing. It's a fucking Spider-Man suit. For a fucking video game, and it's fucking DLC. Yeah. Now, if there was a fucking loophole in the story, and you're like, "Where the fuck is this at?" Yeah, and that's, it, a, it never totally, up. that's yeah. a totally different fucking story. Yeah. This is a costume that you put on a fictional character in a reality that is not real. <laughs> it's so Anyways. fucking stupid. Anyway, so moving on to something else that's dumb. <laughs> 
right, so in the latest Call of Duty Black Ops 4 update, Operation Absolute Zero. Oh, my God. With this update, there's a new specialist called Zero. Uh, Zero has the ability of hacking certain items in the game. So uh, the uh, originally, I thought it was just the fact that she can hack, like, she can hack your UAV, she can hack your shield, she can hack the, the radar and all this other stuff, whatever. But I found out the other day, and Bolts found out the other day, that she could fucking hack your combat chopper. Um, and she can also, what else is it? What, what did she do the other day whenever you were playing? Uh, fucking be a nuisance on the on the field. It, it, it's just okay. It's such a stupid fucking class. It it is the 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 thing about zero is zero, zero is that she neg- she she negates everybody else's special for the most part. For the most part, everybody's special. If you have, um, for instance, torque torque uses a uh, uh, razor wire and a barricade. If you have a barricade set up or whatnot, and she hacks. She 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 nullifies your your superpower, I mean basically in all reality, and it becomes her. Now I will say this: it's it as as a hacking ability, that's understandable, but it also in the same in the same aspect that she's hacking, she disrupts your radar. She disrupts she 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 disrupts where you can't even use your specials, you know your health, or your 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 R one or your your R one and L one. You know you can't. Using. You can't use anything. She 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 completely negates everything that's happened on the battlefield, yeah. and it's it's dumb. It's something different whenever it comes down to the hacking class that's used in in like Overwatch because she can only do so much. But Zero, the fact that she can she can hack your UAV, your counter UAV, um, any type of like I think she can even hack. Um, um, I know she can hack the chopper. I think she can. Uh, hack the uh the gunner ship i think she can hack the um oh fuck what is it the rc yes she can hack that she can hack the um the prophet's little two-wheel thing that rolls around on the ground and she z- can z- fucking z- hack everything yep so it's like bro if you're if you're if you're on a good fucking win streak or a good kill streak trying to work your ass off to get to those far, uh, those score streaks or whatever else and then somebody plays zero and hacks your shit it's fucking aggravating and it like couldn't it and I'm and the only reason why we bring it up is it consistently happens every fucking match that you join there's always somebody that's zero that and, fucking hacks and, your shit and, and for the most part if if you play as like if you play as a tour or a profit or something like that that has a a device that can be hacked you won't play it yeah, because the moment you play it or you set it up somewhere, and then you're running around the battlefield, you come back around that bitch is hacked and you get zapped by your own shit, bro. It's pissed. It's it's pissed off, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking aggravating. So that's the reason why I usually play as Firestorm, dude. I just play somebody that I can go around and fucking torch everybody that's because why, that's, that's why I started playing as um as Ruin. With Ruin, the yeah, because you can't. Yeah, yeah. She uh, fucking hacks your grapple hook. It's like, oh, rah, rah. <laughs> like oh. it's like the meat hooks off the of I, I fucking hate. I really, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, me and Bolts have talked about that. Why? Why can you not kill people with his fucking grapple hook? 
or, or it wouldn't even kill it. Just just latch onto someone and like zoom. fucking scorpion is that? Yeah, Whoa, get over get over here. That'd or be you awesome, fly man. in and pop, pop, you know? That'd be great. That would be great. But, you know. Whatever. Who the fuck are we, huh? <laughs> you know, we're gamers. Our opinion matters. We need to have a Spider-Man suit in Black Ops 4. All right, so this is fucking crazy cool. Cam Clark and David Hayter did this awesome thing uh, for Metal Gear fans. Now, I don't know what the fuck this means. So, I will say, it, it's just... I don't know, man. Uh, just to think that a couple of months ago... Um, Cam Clark had hit David Hader up and another voice actor had hit David Hader up on Twitter and said a couple of things back and forth. He was like, snake, blah, 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 blah. And then David Hader tweeted out and was like, man, just whenever you think you're out, they pull you back in. Now he's doing a YouTube video of him and Cam Clark, who Cam Clark played Liquid Snake. Uh, and David Hader played Solid Snake. Um, and he, uh, it's so crazy because they're, they're just doing a jokey thing, celebrating Christmas. Uh, both of them read, uh, night before Christmas, but it's called the night before metal gear. And it's a retailing of the story in the metal gear series. I think it's so, so awesome. It's such a cool little thing. Um, and I'll have the link in the, in the description so you guys can watch it. But it's really, really funny, and it's so awesome. But as a Metal Gear fan, I can't help but, like, freak out. Um, and because Cam Clark and David Hayter have been pretty active on social media um, with a lot of stuff. Don't really know exactly what's going on, obviously, uh, but just the fact that they're being way more socially active... And the fact that they even sat down and did uh, a video in those voices, it's hard for me not to kind of start losing my shit. So <laughs> I'm like, oh. um, I don't know, Bolts. Do you, do you think that we will see another Metal Gear game? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a franchise that will never die. Um, it's, it's, it's a story that can go in so many directions. Um, you can go to really super young Snake, or you can go to super, super, super old Snake where he's mentoring someone that's not called Raiden. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, there, there's so many. Even you, you know, you could you you could dive even further back into Liquid Snake. I mean, you could just there's so many little branches that they can flow off of from Metal Gear. So it it'll be a franchise that never dies. Um, now, whether the people who <laughs> decide to make it. Kojima, Konami, whatever. Yeah. Well, whoever decides to do it, just don't fuck it up like Metal Gear Survive. <laughs> yeah. Um I think Konami is Konami is at at a weird point in time right now. Uh everyone is totally st- still don't know what the fuck's going on with it, but everyone's still freaking out about Death Stranding. Um cuz the game just looks great. I mean, it looks amazing. Obviously, we have no clue of what the game is really about but we just know that it is a kojima game so it's gonna have a great story um but konami is kind of in a weird spot especially with the way that metal gear survive launched it was horrible (laughs) so bad it was so so bad so um but uh 
I could totally see them bringing back Metal Gear, especially since they own the rights for it. Uh, if they if they're confident enough and they think that they can actually get it done the right way, then uh, I don't know, bro. Maybe do it. Um, I'm a big Metal Gear fan. I'm a Kojima fan as well. I will support Hideo Kojima till the day I die. But I can't sit there and say that I wouldn't totally lose my shit if they announced like Metal Gear whatever and David Hayter and uh, Cam were back to play the characters that they were always meant to play. So, um, all right. So moving on from that, uh, Fallout 76. Oh, discussing this um there is a list of changes that have been posted on reddit uh coming to fallout 76 an upcoming patch that includes the mention of lunch boxes with items seeming to offer players gameplay buffs um so obviously we don't know for a fact if this is particularly going to be what it possibly is going to be but it's looking like you the game could possibly be getting loot boxes. So, if, if the loot boxes pop open NPCs, then that's great. <laughs> <laughs> just, well, I just think, I think this is, this is my thing. I don't have a problem. I don't have a big, big problem with it because the game is already in the state that it is in. But, I will say... Fallout 76 is still one of the most active games on PlayStation and Xbox right now. There was a total of 476,000 players concurrently right now. And these are the same people that are bitching about a DLC Spider-Man suit. (laughs) I just look at it like this. I think there's probably, as I said before in my review, as they update the game, as they update the game, I will go back and play more of it. Um, I gave it a 2.9 out of 5. Um, I will go back and play more of it, it just as long as they fix certain things with it. But I don't think, personally, I can go back and play the game until I get more people to play with. Because playing the game as, as a single-player style gamer that I am, I can't enjoy it. Because it's not like my thing is going and talking to these NPCs and doing this and this. So I think if I'm with other people i would enjoy that more the times that i i ran around the world with a couple of people it was fun but at the same time you know it kind of reminds me of red dead redemption online uh because whenever i jump online in red dead redemption 2 there's sometimes it's you can run into some fun stuff but there is nothing like getting on red dead online with a posse a posse i'm telling you right now bro shout outs to sarah um and Stacy and Sarah's husband and whoever else was all on there with us that night. There was like eight of us or six of us and bro, it was fucking awesome. And even um the father gamer and his crew, uh Eric Gibbs, we were playing with with them as well one night and it was just great, dude. Getting on there with like, you know, six to eight people and riding around and taking on other people online and doing missions and stuff. Man, it was awesome. Um, so it's the same thing with 76, man. I think that even though these are coming in, if they are, I really don't think it's going to affect too much shit. Uh, just because the gamers that are playing it now are hardcore into it. So everybody that I saw online 
to today, whenever I logged on, almost everybody was level 25 to level, I think the highest one I saw was like 42. So they're spending some time in it. Good job, guys. <laughs> Shut up, bro. <laughs> uh, Near Automata's 2B is now available in Soul Calibur 6. Um, this is a fantastic character, a fantastic game. Uh, she is available um, with the season pass, but you can also pick her up for five ninety nine on her own. She's got a very cool um, uh, fighting style, uh, and obviously a lot of you know if you've never, or if you don't know, she has a very unique look. Let's say that. So... Uh, <laughs> I'm super excited, and I, I may be one of the guys that 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 buys it for your for your system mm-hmm. because I want to play as her. Yeah, she's she's pretty awesome. Um, she's got a great fighting style, as I said. She's got the giant katana weapon and all the other stuff. So I, I will say this: at five ninety nine, I wish they would have released a, a, a second character as well. Yeah, six bucks for one character it seems a little That's steep a for me. But I think it's a reason why they're trying to get people to buy the season pass. I know, I know. Um, I know, I know. You know how that goes, man. I know. I know. Yeah, I was watching that stupid video today. Anyways, um, so let me ask you this, Bolt, since we're on the topic of it. What characters would you like to see? Bro. Oh, my Jesus. Just, just, let's just think think of one character that you would like to see in Soul Calibur 5. Or Soul Calibur 6. Can't be a, can't be a, uh, a Jedi. Well, no. It's already happened. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think. Okay, we 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 we've had we've had a character from uh, from Assassin's Creed. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll live with that. Yeah. Um, we've had Star Wars. Yeah. We've had The Witcher. Uh huh. Um, we've had Link. We've mm-hmm. had uh, Spawn. Um, how about we throw some um some Devil May Cry characters in there? Oh, that would be pretty cool. Um, that, that's about what I can think of. Um. How about um, some Castlevania characters? Um, Castlevania characters, bro. You having Dracula up in that bitch? Uh huh. That would be great. Um, I would actually say I think the the character that I would love to see in Soul Calibur would be the playable character and protagonist of Dark Souls Three, the Ashen One. I think that would be a fantastic character. Perfect lineup for Soul Calibur. Um, and just to think, like, man, think about having, like, a super move that mixes in, like, you know, Dark Souls with Soul Calibur, having yeah. some crazy-ass creature come out or something like that. I don't know, bro. That would be sick. And, dude, even his, like, when he's at the end of the match, like, he kneels down next to the... Next to the campfire. Oh, that would be so cool, man. God, that would be so cool. Um, so, as as me and Bolt said, I think it's a pretty awesome addition to the roster, obviously. Um, but I, I think I think I agree with Bolt that that single price is a little high. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's usually how it goes with DLC now. They kind of for they try to force people to buy the. Uh, they try to force people to buy the season pass. <laughs> so bad. So, um, anyways, moving on from that. Rumor, Anaconda and Lockhart are this the code is, names this for Anaconda. <laughs> don't want no. <laughs> Anaconda and Lockhart are the code names for Microsoft's next 
gen console. Um, so it, it it's a, it's around that time of the year, guys. It's it's the holiday season. It's the holiday season, and we got a bunch of fucking rumors around. You better know the fucking gaming <laughs> community is gonna clown. Uh, anyways, um, it, we know it's we knew it was gonna happen. All these different shit coming out, you know. Um, but Lockhart supposedly Anaconda is going to be the full featured next gen version of the system. Um, and the streaming version of the system is going to be called Lockhart. So, uh, as some of you may know and some of you may not know, there's supposedly supposed to be two different versions of the next Xbox console. There's going to be one version that will be a full-fledged system, and there will be another version that will be cheaper for just streaming games to the console. Um, If I were to guess... I would say one of them is going to be based around four ninety nine, and the other one's going to be based around two ninety nine. Absolutely, because Lock, Lockhart will be a streaming device. Yeah. Um, it will have four K capabilities. It will have HDMI. It will have it will have all the bells and whistles that mm-hmm. the current Xbox One X has now. It may be a little faster, so on and so forth, faster processor, all that jazz. Um, Anaconda will be a beast. I really believe so. Um, they've got, they, it's got to the point where we are, that, that the consoles are only a few steps behind the PCs. Mm-hmm. It, it really is. Yeah. The next, to the next gen consoles, whether it's PS5, whether, whether it's the Anaconda, they will have, um, if, if they're not touching it, they will have 8K responsibilities. They're going to have to, because the... Pop. Possibly, I, I, they, they've got to. I, I, they've got. You know, it's the the way stuff is going now. The way technology, the way the TVs are being produced. Look, LG, Samsung, top of the line TVs right now. Yeah, you know, they, they they've yeah. got the OLED, they've got the QLED, they've got this and they've got that. They're touching on the on the verge of of 8K if they haven't already got there before. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm just saying these next consoles will be pushing. Well, they've they've got to because the TVs <laughs> the TVs yeah four four K will still be there don't get shit twisted yeah 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 it's yeah, going to be yeah yeah these consoles will be able to play will will play four K without breaking a sweat but they will need to touch eight K whether it's an update whether it's something like that they're gonna have to yeah um I agree with you bro I, I think I think there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff in the works I know that supposedly uh, Samsung is is uh, hinting and, and releasing. A 8K television. Um, good thing for us is that that means we can get us a nice 65-inch to 70-inch 4K TV. For that's pennies a- on the dollar. Hell yeah. So make I'd sure buy that for a dollar. Please don't do what I did and go out and buy a, an 8K TV right when they're announced. Um, what I did is I waited like a year and a half afterwards, and I got a 4K TV. I paid, I think I paid seventeen or 1800 for it or 1900 for it. Um, no, it was three years after, um, but still I paid $1,900 for it. I mean, now shit, dude, you can get the TV that I have for like 400 fucking bucks. You, I, I don't want to be breaking off. Remember when we worked at game, we worked at GameStop and we had our tournaments yes. and I used to bring my TV up there. Yes. That, okay. That was a 37 inch flat screen Samsung. Mm-hmm. Okay. I bought it in 03. That bad boy still works today. Still works today. When I bought that, 
it only reaches 1080i. It was top of the line when I bought it. Seventeen hundred dollars. It's crazy. And man. it only reaches 1080i. It's crazy. <laughs> Shit. Fuck that. Um. Well, that's like me. I got that. You remember that big ass TV I had a couple of years yes. ago? The sixty-five inch Mitsubishi DLP Texas Instrument big screen TV, and it was the. Um, projection screen it was like one of the last models that they made before 4k started coming out and still even though it was like a projection big screen that fucking thing was awesome um and for the time being it was it was great uh and it was so cool to watch movies on bro i remember that was like the first time i'd ever bought like a big ass fucking tv now you remember whenever i put it in my room oh yeah you would come over you'd be like fuck Oh, God, playing Skyrim on that thing was amazing. So I'll be back in that area one day. There you go. 65-inch 4K, baby. It's coming. Um, Anyways, guys, so moving on from that, we're about to move into our community discussion. um, And uh, it's going to be a doozy. Let me just say that. So uh, we're going to take a quick music minute. And uh, right after this, we're going to talk about all things Community discussion right here on the Second Opinion Podcast. I said we are going to talk about the community discussion comments and some pretty crazy ass shit so hope you guys like that music minute it's something I'm kind of trying to move back into 
the podcast. We used to do it all the time on the older episodes. Um, the music that is being featured on the Second Opinion Podcast is part of No Copyright Sounds. Uh, you can find them on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash No Copyright Sounds um, or No Copyright Sounds Music. Uh, great, great music over there if you are a content creator. All you got to do uh, to use their music is to uh, get their music, download it, whatever. And if you're doing a podcast, doing videos, anything like that, make sure to share the creator's name, the song, and give them credit for the songs. Um, so, as I said, God, I have special eyes. Um, <laughs> uh, first, <laughs> first, I, I, I clicked on the show notes instead of the the uh, shit that I have on Facebook, and I saw that Mass Effect gif. Um, first things first. Uh, the first uh, question was, what game are you most excited for in 2019 and why? So, Bolts, we're going to start with you. What game are you most excited for in 2019? I am most excited about MLB The 19 Show. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, uh, oh, cool. <laughs> um, Most excited, I, I'm going to honestly have to say probably Metro Exodus. Okay. Um, I'm really, 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 really excited about continuing that story. Yeah. Um, the books were awesome. The video games were amazing. I think they're they're completely and utterly underrated. Many people don't know about them. I'm sure many people don't play them, but they are phenomenal. Yeah. Story driven first person shooters, post apocalyptic. I mean, they're they they are great. Yeah. You know, a little a little paranoia is is mixed in there as well. It's just they're they're they are phenomenal games. And Metro Exodus, I am absolutely super excited about playing. Yeah, they have uh, as you said, they have some very very good stories. Um, but man, mine is a little bit of a toss up, dude. Like, there's so many good games coming out next year. Let me just say, oh my like, god, yeah. Dude. Um, so, I mean, the I I know the games that I have on my on my like list, my wish list. You got Mortal Kombat 11, you got Death Stranding, Resident Evil 2, Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us 2, um, Doom Eternal, Days Gone, Rage 2, Devil May Cry 5, Metro Exodus, uh, and many other games other than just those. But I have to say, I know this is going to be crazy, but I have to say, I think the game that I am just like over the moon excited for and I cannot wait to get my hands on is Doom Eternal. Um, that game, you know how I feel about Doom, bro. Uh, and I, 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 although I am so excited for all those other games, um, even with like Rage 2, the times that I've played it, the two demos I got to play... Um, you played the demo uh, as well at QuakeCon Bolts, uh, and I mean you liked it. I oh, thought yeah, it was pretty yeah, fun. Yeah. Um, it's just Doom Eternal, bro. I know it's going to be a good game. Like I remember playing Doom Doom 2016, and I was just like, it was almost euphoric the whole way through. It was just like, what the fuck? Like, how is this game so good? And I feel that's how I'm going to feel about a lot of the games that are coming out next year, but. The game I'm, I think I'm most excited for is just Doom Eternal because I know that that the id software team has put their heart and their souls into this game um, to make it the best possible game that it, that it can be. 
So I think it's going to be really, really good. Um, <clears throat> all right, so moving on from that, we got our community comments. My boy, Robert Workman, a.k.a. the DCD, commented on here. He has more than just one game that he's excited for. Uh, excited for. Jeez. Uh, Metro Prime 4. Uh, Metroid Prime 4. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. And Battletoads. Um, then... Lydia comments and says, I have the new Far Cry New Dawn pre-ordered. Can't wait to see what they did with the story. Uh, I have to agree with you, Lydia. I think that's going to be a pretty good game. Uh, Jeremy Rowan, a.k.a. Toaster McGee from the Illegitimate Podcast and 16-Bit Assassins Podcast comments and says, Resident Evil 2 Remastered because this was an awesome Resident Evil entry in the first place. Um, TJ Spangler says, Metro Exodus. My boy TJ, a.k.a. T. Spray Spray. Spray Spray. <laughs> Couldn't be on the podcast today. He had a long day at work, but he will be back eventually. I promise you guys. Um, we, then we, we, have, we miss him dearly. That's right. Then we have George. Now, let me say this. I'm going to give a big shout out to George. He is a great guy, great writer, great content creator. Taking a little bit of time off from doing it, but he, he had a... a, a a website and YouTube called Bathroom Gamers. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, I don't say this about a lot of people. This is by far one of the most talented dudes that I have ever seen. Uh, so if you ever get a chance, go over to uh, youtube.com forward slash bathroom gamer. Check out some of the content that he has. This dude right here. Uh, I hope eventually he does uh, get back in, into doing uh, video content like this because he is super, super talented. So, he says, I'm very much looking forward to Devil May Cry 5, uh, Resident Evil 2, and Metro Exodus. So, next up on the uh, community discussion. In light of the Spider-Man controversy, tell us what you think about the game community and how it can get better. Go ahead, Bolts. <laughs> us as a gaming community... You know, I understand that we want to put our opinions out there and we want everybody to listen. I know since we buy the games and we play the games that our opinion matters. And for the most part, it does. But sometimes we just need to sit back and shut the fuck up and just be patient. Yeah. And just wait. Because because constantly, month in and month out, year after year, these game developers and these uh, the, the, these these everybody will, put, will produce and put out games. For us to play. Some of them will be shit. Some of them will be amazing. Okay. And everything will not be up to your par. You know. Just like. You know. We'll say. We'll say Fallout 76 is someone else's gym. Fallout 76 is my garbage. Yeah. Okay. That's just how the gaming world is. That's how the gaming community is. It's. 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 One person's trash. Is another person's treasure. And vice versa. Us as a gaming community. Need to sit back. Give opinions. But don't get stupid with it, you know. They they do they do read, they do listen, and 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 they do what they can when they can. But they but they have they have a set they they have a set of what they want to do. Make a game, build a story, finish the game, put it out there, and they hope that it's amazing. Yeah. They, they don't put a game out there hoping it's it's trash. They don't do that. So us as gamers, as the gaming community, we voice our opinion. With a subtle, delightful taste, but for the most part, shit back, shut up, and let and them do what chill. they do, 
and let yeah. them do what to do what they do. They've been doing it for for the past three decades, four decades, and they've been doing a pretty fucking great job at it. So sit back, shut up, and just listen, and pay attention, and wait, and whatever they develop, we'll play. Yeah. If it's shit, then you quit playing it. If it's great, you'll continue playing it, and you'll move on. There's always something else around the corner. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just like this year. You know, we've had. We have these great titles that we're playing now. Red Dead, Assassin's Creed, blah, 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 blah. Guess what's coming in February? Anthem, Rage 2, Cy- um, uh, Cyberpunk. Oh, God, I wish. Uh, uh, Crackdown. I'm just saying. It's shit. coming out. It, it is. I think it's coming out. It is. It is. The, but there, there's something else always around the corner for you to either bitch about or arc hell to the angels. It doesn't matter. So just sit back, be patient, shut the fuck up, and let them do what they do. Yeah, and just chill, like Bolt said. Just calm down. <laughs> just calm down. Oh man. So, and I agree, man. I mean, we really got to chill out, dude. Give these people time to do shit. Um, it, it, it's it, it, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and it's sad. It's so sad to see that the game industry has still not fucking changed. Um, and and. That's on both parts, dude. So, but still, it always cuts down to like some bullshit, dude. Like you see, you see developers quitting Twitter and shit because they get death threats because somebody didn't get a fucking skin or they didn't get the story that they wanted or something. Like, come on, dude, grow the fuck up, grow up. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, and all right, so go ahead. Sorry, sorry, I was no. gonna say this, and and Microsoft, Microsoft is my boys. They piss me off, but I love them at the same time. Whenever, whenever you first announced your Xbox One, and it was gonna be a a straight streaming device, and yeah, you got a bunch of flag for it, and then you made a you made a system that had a hard drive, you yeah. know, a CD a, a, a drive in it, and now you're fixing to make a system that's nothing but streaming. That shit pisses me off, bro. <laughs> it just pisses me the fuck off. It's like grab hold your balls, oh my bite God, the bullet, bro. and do your thing. I know you were gonna fucking say that, dude. Shit, it, shit, it just pisses but, bro, me off. Bro, you have to, you you gotta understand, dude. And I think I can understand where they're coming from on this aspect too. The fact that the the fact that when they first originally were coming out with the Xbox One, they, I mean, I don't think there was even close to as many people that that had the ability to, to stream to a console like that at that time. You know what I'm saying? What, it came out in 2013, right? You, okay. I know, I know, but you got to think. They probably came down to a vote and was like, do you really think this is a feasible thing to do right now? It's going to be such a drastic change and such an out-of-the-norm thing. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I know what you're saying. But I but know I fucking disagree. But I, I absolutely I, because even in 2013, you lived in an apartment. I lived in an apartment. We had Zito Mita, a hundred megabytes per second. I mean, we had the, the speed is there. Yeah, the the people on the bumfuck Egypt and the sticks in the woods, they're gonna get shit. All right, I understand that. But the gaming world itself is built for being on high speed. Period. Yeah, you know so. Regardless of whether there was a large community that was going to have it or not, this is what you said you were going to do. Then you should have fucking did it. Yeah. You know, yes, it may have bit the bullet. It may have been the greatest thing in the world. 
You know, it's like when I'm sitting on your when I'm sitting on your PlayStation Four. I'm like, hey, let's go play Soul Calibur. And it's like insert disc. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, shit like that. You know. Yeah. But Microsoft should have stuck to the damn guns. Anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fucking Microsoft. Oh my god. Um. All right. So back to what I was saying. Um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Um, the question was, in light of the Spider-Man controversy, tell us what you think about the gaming community and how it can be better. Mr. DCD, Robert Workman says, maybe be a little bit more grateful about what you got. Insomniac Games gave, uh, gave us everything. Stop being entitled. Uh, Lydia says, all in all, the community should just be nice to each other. Help each other out. Hell yeah, rainbows and butterfly bitches. That's right. Um, Jeremy Rowan, a.k.a. Toaster McGee, said the gaming community needs to relax and stop acting like entitled children. Uh, my daughter. <laughs> yeah! um, TJ, a.k.a. T. Spray Spray, said, why is everything in the gaming industry under a microscope? You don't answer a question with a question, TJ. What the yeah, wrong what's with wrong you, with you, man? man? Huh? What do you think this is? Oh, my gosh. George getting all... Whew. George, man. All right. So my boy George, Mr. Bathroom Gamer himself, says, because of how the industry treats game developers, uh, the treats the game developer scenery, there's a lack of transparency with most studios to their fans. Unless you're directly... Uh, unless you've been directly involved with the game development, we don't know anything about the process. What are they allowed to say? What can they show us? Do they care? Why aren't they answering the questions? Did they make these things just for us? Was this created uh, as a response or uh, uh, to our criticism slash controversy? Instead of asking these questions, gamers assume that they know the answer. There's a lot of miscommunication with how the industry operates. However... I believe over time, as the industry comes into its own, the idea of the uh, development process will be uh, understood and respected as other mediums such as film, music, etc. Gamers often forget that real humans build their favorite video games. Once we start attaching faces to those video games, things will be better. I love you, George, so much. You don't even know. Um, all right, so next question. With the new project names for the next Xbox being quote-unquote revealed, what would you want from the new Xbox? Bolts, what is one feature or something that the new Xbox could possibly have that you would like to see with that system? Yes, no, maybe. Man, hey. dude, I don't... I, I really don't Bro, know. you're killing me, dude. No, 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 it's not about that. It's... it's I, 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 want, I want a PC in my console. Okay. That's what I want. I want a PC in my console for only four hundred dollars. That's what the fuck I want. Am I gonna get that? Fuck no, I'm not gonna get that. You don't know. I do know. I just don't see how year after year after year these consoles are coming out and they're able to hit that three ninety nine marker. You know what I'm saying? You got you got cell phone companies coming out with cell phones that have less technology or the same technology. That some of these consoles do launching at like a thousand something bucks, and people go out and buy them in droves. But, they, they, they do, and I, I think I think a lot of it is, you know, <clears throat> the consumer market. Maybe it, it, it's just, it is. It's different it with the game. Absolutely, yeah. um, because at a certain at a certain age, 
people quit playing video games, and, yeah. and that's the truth. And you know, as much as we hate to say it, now now our generation, we may never stop, but as of right now, as of right now, there, there, there's a cutoff of generation of people who don't play video games. Yeah, you know, I don't care what you say. At, at age seventy, we're, we're still you and I and whoever else at the I'm same age is still going to end up playing yeah. video games. Now we may <laughs> now our arthritis may be kicking in, and we'll have a remote control that looks like this. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Your your the remote <laughs> controls wrapped around your hands, exactly. not the other way around. You know, but we'll still be playing video games. Um, cell phones, you know, you could put so much into a cell phone. You know, it's just it's just like we're talking about. You know, Elder Scrolls is, is releasing blades. That the blades on that that's playing that's being played on the phone look, looks almost as good. Will you quit looking at that damn thing? <laughs> <laughs> There's another gift, bro. Oh my god! I can't even remember the guy that made him, but there's these gifts that he did with uh, with uh, Master uh, Master. Whoa, yeah. Commander <laughs> Shepard, bro, <laughs> from Mass Effect. They're f- <laughs> fucking hilarious. Oh my god! Anyways, he's all stretched out. He's getting all mad. But anyways, yes, I, I I want huge PC capabilities, in 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 a console, and we're slowly getting to that point where the PC. In the console will be pretty much on par, and and that's the truth. Yeah, and you'll still be able to build a PC with whatever the fuck you want and do whatever you want. You know, um, you know there, there there's attachments where you can use mouses and keyboards for your Xbox and shit like that. You know, um, it's just I, I, g- g- give me PC capabilities in the Xbox, and I'll be fine. And you know what, bro? I think you I think you've have changed my mindset on it. it it's pretty true. Um, it's pretty true. Uh, that, you know, I guess the reason why these consoles sell the way they do is because of the price point and the fact of, you know, you being able to get the get the graphical power that you can out of it without having to worry about putting the PC together yourself and doing this and doing this and doing this. Um, so um, what I would like to see from the next Xbox, um, I would like to see... But this is kind of like with both systems. I would like to see more cross-platform play between both systems. With oh, PS4 you're, and Xbox. You're, you're, you're damn right. If that, if that shit doesn't happen, yeah. then... <laughs> Fucking, we got, I got to stay off Twitter while we're on this. Oh, my God. Oh, bro. Uh, but yes, yes, yes. I have to agree. Cross-platform has got to be they got to be the number one target for the next-gen consoles. Yeah, it has Absolutely. to be. It has to be. And uh, also, I would like to see... Uh, more exclusives. I would like to see some good, um, solid exclusives uh, done by done by the company. I uh, I would. I mean, if if they do some great exclusives like that, man, I'll be somebody that's that's going to be loyal as all get out to them. So, um, anyways. Well, Bolts is like exclusives, you say. <laughs> um, so, um, community comments. DCD says, <laughs> of course. Uh, DCD says, more first-party exclusives. Also, more Battletoads. He's really excited about some Battletoads. Bro, he it? is like a Battletoads freak. <laughs> um, Lydia says, don't have an Xbox. Okay. Um, shame on you, Lydia. Jeremy says, more exclusives. Uh, TJ says, keep the exclusives coming and I'll have to buy an Xbox. George says, I don't know what I want. Well, I know what you want. 
You want to come back to YouTube and do more bathroom gamers. That's what you want to do. Um, <laughs> so, last question of the night. With Christmas a few days away, what are you most thankful for? Mr. Bolts, what are you most thankful for, man? I'm getting emotional. Um, What am I most thankful for? Well, well, well. What have we here? Um... You know, I, I, I I'll, I'll go with the I'll go with the cliche. Um, my family, I love my family to death. Uh, I love my sisters like 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 nothing. You know, they they, they are my they are my bond. <laughs> I'm I was, sorry, you said I love my sisters like, like nothing. nothing. You know, okay. uh, priceless. You know, you can't put a price on it. You yeah. know, um, for the most part, I was raised by a single mom and two older sisters. So for the most part of my life, my two older sisters. We're also my dad, you know? Yeah. So, um, I, I'm really thankful for them. Um, I love them deeply, 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 deeply. Um, I am very much thankful for my friends. Um, when you can build a bond that's, that's thicker than blood. Yeah. You can't, you can't ever go wrong with that. And that's, and that, that, you know, that, that's you, that's TJ, that's Austin, um, Tanner, Jaron, um, whoever else, considers me a friend and a good friend i consider you a brother and i love you forever um and then you know third and, and definitely the most important my little man that lives over in colleen that's right my little aj aj my little my my my, my man <laughs> i was about to say my, aj styles your <laughs> motherfucking ass mr aaron james bolts um yeah. he is an amazing kid uh he got he got he got all the best parts from me and his mama. Didn't get any of the bad parts, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is uh, he reminds me so much of myself. He reminds me so much of his mama. Um, he 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 enjoys life. He's he's a kind, gentle, uh, loving soul that just it, it's pure as all get out. Yeah. Um. God, I love him. That's all I got to say is I love my man. Don't you start crying over there, Bolt. Bro, I'm good, dog. Okay. I'm good. Um, well, you know what I'm going to say, man. I'm thankful for you. Thankful for TJ. I'm thankful for my family, my father, my mothers. They're, I mean, I have a lot of mothers. You'd be surprised. Um, I, I'm thankful for... Two people more than anybody, and that is Dara and Amara. Uh, and James Bolts. <laughs> and Bolts, because <laughs> he bought me some dinner tonight. Um, honestly, man, uh, I've done a lot of dumbass shit in my life, and uh, I have to admit that um, right now, you know, it's blissful. Let's say that. Uh, Bolts, you're such a good friend. TJ, you're such a good friend. I got a great job. I love working for Cinelinks as well. I mean, it is probably one of the best gigs that I've had in quite some time. So I'm very thankful for the entire Cinelinks team. I'm thankful for my family as well. And um, I'm thankful for these PlayStation exclusives because if not, my fucking console will be sitting there like an Xbox. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding, no, bro. No, no, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm, I'm just joking. Say, hey, hey, we'll, we'll double time the Netflix and Hulu. <laughs> I know, bro. I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> um, anyways, so uh, that's what I'm thankful for. Let's see what the community is thankful for. My boy DCD says, I am thankful that I am still alive and have folks that care about me. Well, I care about you, DCD. I love you deeply, and I wish you would give my, uh, you know, give me a call sometime, man. You know, let's talk. Love, sweet love. No. <laughs> uh, shout out to DCD. Thank you for commenting, man. Um, Lydia said, friends and family. My mom checks up. Um, and it was my mom's checkup was awesome, and she has one more three month checkup to go. Um, she's going to be bumped up to checkup every six months. So, uh, big shout out to Lydia. I'm not at. Uh, I'm not going to say exactly what's going on with her mom medically, but I'm just glad that she's doing better. Let's Prayers just say that. are being answered, madam. That's right, ma'am. Um, so then, Tosha McGee says, my. Family, my wife, and my friends. Um, then TJ, a.k.a. T. Spray Spray. He says, um, friends for sure. With some very close people in my life about to pass away, I'm thankful for people who are always there. Honorable mention, shout outs to all my boys out there grinding. <laughs> God, I love that, TJ. I love you, bro. I swear to God. Um <laughs> Shout out to all my boys out there grinding. And then George says, I'm thankful for artistic freedom. That's a good way into the show. We've pretty much done shout outs, right? Pretty much. Um, so from what Bolt said. So I have one. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> what Bolt JD, I love you. Yeah, JD, Justin Harden, everybody, whoever listens, thank you for tuning in. Um, so as I said before, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, also, um, if you're listening to this, you're probably wondering why two episodes got uploaded on the same day. That's because I had a chill day today, okay? It is Friday. Um, I'm about to go in there in a couple seconds and play some more fucking video games. It's been a chill-ass day. It's been super awesome. I'm in a really good mood. Um, and, uh, we will be back on the 28th. Is that correct, Bolt? That is correct, sir. So we'll be back on the 28th with another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. Make sure to check us out at Cinelinks.com and also make sure to check us out on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcast, and much more. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Peace out. Peace.